<laughs> all right, what's going on, David? Uh, not much, man. How are you? Doing all right. Thanks a lot for joining us as well. You're welcome. James is getting you up on the stream. Yeah, I'm have trying to get your Twitter right. over here and everything like that, but hang on a second. I'll get you onto the screen first. There we go. You're currently cuddle core, but I'll get that fixed in a second. So <laughs> you're fine. I had to turn off. Um, I had to turn off the Twitch station because there was an echo. There's a delay as well. Oh so. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. You had to shut that off. All right. <gasps> okay. I mean. Same All right. Ones. So, um, do you want do you want to start off in much? The, well, maybe first off, uh, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Uh, sure. Um, my name is David. Um, I guess the FTC has known me as um, Calm Warrior. For a while, I am. I started out as a TO slash. We're all players, right? Everybody's played. Yeah. And, but I think uh, everybody knows me as a TO, and mostly uh, probably final round. I worked at final round for about uh, nine years, and the last couple of years I was like the head TO or head of staff, and um, and then I'm also now I moved to California and I do tournaments here in the my own company brand, which is uh, Bracket Visionaries. And I started that company with somebody that I met at Final Round. So, you know what I mean? I've been around I've been around for a while. I've known you guys for, I don't know, maybe over a decade or so. I've seen you guys at tournaments and things of that nature. So, um, you know, it's, I don't know, I've been around, I guess. Um, there's not much to say. I, I don't, I, I work in the shadows. I like to make sure things are done well and, I, I serve. I that that that's my nature. That's in my spirit, yeah. and that's what I like to do. So I guess recently, since I kind of made some videos, and people have had to hear my side of the story and a couple of things, or how I view things, it's um, it's it's been a little bit different. But that's who I am, David. All right, cool. And like with everybody else, I mean, you, you know, we're talking about being black in the FGC or a larger world, and just like to sort of open up the floor and let you say whatever you'd like to say. All right, cool. Um, first off, um, I'll start off with, I guess, the FGC stuff. Um, and I'd like to say, like, you know what I mean? I listened to everybody else that you interviewed, and I, I hope that, and I, I'm glad that you got those people. Uh, trans person, somebody from California, me, an East Coast dude, and um, Kodakor, right? Um, we're not all the same. We're different. And mm. if you're a part of the African diaspora, do you know what that word means, David? Uh, right. Yeah, as a member of the Jewish diaspora, yes. Right, okay. Okay, so it, it, it is, um, it's different. We all suffered some type of racial discrimination somewhere along the line, and we all suffered it differently. Some countries may not have gone through it, and, you know, I mean, a lot of us did, right? So we're all different in that way. And it's a matter of people listening and trying to understand. Um, I am a West Indian uh, male. I was born in Jamaica and I moved to America. So I had to learn about the atrocities that happened to, you know, my cousins here. And it was, you know what I mean? It's, it's eye-opening, it's shocking, it's disgusting. So, um, but... You know what I mean? Like um, Hellpocket says, you know what I mean? He's a he's a black male in the FGC. I'm a black male in the FGC. I don't know what it's like to be cuddlecore. I'm not a woman in the FGC. But just to piggyback off her, because she just got off, I hit up cuddlecore years ago, and I asked her, hey, 
what is it like to be a woman in the FGC? And I think we either text for like over an hour, and she told me her side. And because of that, and listening to other stuff and paying attention to Twitter, um, my current business partner is a woman because I can't mansplain everything. And there's certain things that I was taught and learned just by her experience, right? Um, I have a different point of view because I'm a man. I don't look at things differently. And I'm also, I'm a lot more, a lot older. And because I'm older, there's, there's more things that I've seen and known than a lot of these people. And a lot of things that I've educated myself and delved into. And, you know what I mean? So, Kodakor was one of the main reasons why I now have women on my staff. So, like, I, I, I get it. There are dudes in the FGC that are toxic, but there are also men in here that are not. And I'm not discrediting her stories. I'm just saying that we listen. Um, yeah. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Um, but um, let's see. All right. I'll talk about a few things, and I think that hopefully my point is clear. I'm not coming at anyone specifically. I'm not going after anyone, but I want to speak to certain implicit biases and also um, negative connotations that think people have, right? Um, everybody's like people are in my mentions now talking about Chris G, um, wanting me to say stuff about Filipino champ and all this other stuff, right? And I'm I'm big picture and microcosm at, all, at the same time, but like look at Capcom, right? Capcom makes a decision to ban Ryan indefinitely. How are you mad for us? Who's around that table making that decision? I'm willing to put my head on the chopping block. That 50% of the people that are on that table weren't black or black Americans. I don't, I don't, don't make decisions for us. Don't be angry for us. You want to make a real change? Put black people in positions of power in your company. Like I mentioned before, when Mike Ross spoke about racism, nobody zoomed in on that. No one brought a camera to say, hey, Mike Ross, a respected member, an educated man, a hard worker, an entrepreneur, he's been to the White House. He calls out racism, and no one magnifies that. We've been telling y'all, you just don't listen. And I'm not apologetic about that, right? Because the OGs know. We know. We talk amongst ourselves. You're just now listening for the first time. And I'm grateful that you're listening. I'm grateful that everybody is now woke. But let's be real. Capcom made a cartoon where Balrog's eyes were crossed and he had braids in his hair. Miss me with the bullshit. Akuma's dark. Akuma's dark because he's evil. They've done videos and studies on this where they show that all these people are dark because they're evil. That's colorism. That's bullshit. Capcom, get off your high horse. Fuck off. Real shit. You understand what I'm saying? Don't come to me with your fake woke bullshit. Put people in positions of power and then call me, because guess what? David, James, you both know this. You know many of black people that have worked in the FGC for many a years. Has any of them been tapped or reached out to? And they're well-educated, Ski Sonic. You've worked with Ski Sonic personally. He's an educated man. Did anybody ever tap, tap him to work or be an advisor? Come on, man, miss me with the bullshit. 
I, the only reason I'm cursing is because I saw the other people curse. I had no intention. Of no, it's fine. Anything is everything is go, dude. Everything is go. All right. So, okay, let's talk about how much more the FCC diminishes us as a people. Ian Walker, Kotaku, WSO Logan. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? You guys know who Logan is. You've worked with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that Logan's a grind DJ. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Grime is? Yeah. Do you know one of the reasons why Grime use, uh, they use Patois, or basically my native tongue's language? Here, let me educate you. It's a learning moment. Please, everyone, pay attention. In the early 1950s, England needed people to rebuild after the World War II. They sent out to their colonies. A lot of Jamaicans and island people went over there, right? So... Because of that influence, you know that song, Black Black Roses from Barrington Levy? Mm. That was recorded in England. There's a lot of reggae and a lot of reggae influences in England. I Am Still the Daddy, Logan. Well, I mean, Logan said something on Twitter the first time, and I got out of my. I was like, yo, boy, why are you talking like this? I don't understand why you're doing this. And you know RMZ UK? Mm-hmm. RMZ UK hit me up and goes, nah, man, he knows the thing. And... For me, RMZ UK and me, we had a, a thing. Black people, we know this thing. When he says he knows the thing, what he's referring to is he knows how to speak like we do. I don't speak to Logan in English. I speak to Logan in Patois. Hmm. Whenever I see Logan, I if I me and Logan speak, David, you will not understand. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I am still the daddy. I speak to him in Patois. So... Logan makes a comment a couple of years back after the incident, the shooting in, uh, right. the pulse, in Orlando. The pulse. And Ian goes after him and says it was insensitive. He says something like, oh, the man, the man went into the place like he was Dirty Harry. As black people, we embellish. We speak about stuff and we have stories. And we talk about things on a different level in order to transfer knowledge and data between each other. Dave Chappelle speaks to it. It's called a griot. Like, people remember things. That's how we speak to each other. I'll give you an example. If I were talking to one of my friends, I would say, yo, dog, did you hear about what happened in Orlando? And the man would say, yeah, man, me here. And I was like, yo, my ear said, the man going to the place and shoot up the place like he might terminate yo. Do you feel that I wasn't empathetic right there? Do you feel that I was being rude? No, it wasn't. But Logan, because he's around Jamaicans and people of Jamaican descent, says it, but he speaks to an international crowd. Ian goes after him. And I see it, and I go, what the fuck is Ian talking about? He wasn't being rude. He was speaking something that I understood, that Jamaicans understand, that island people from all over the diaspora understood. But his white American sensibilities did not. When you do that and tell me that white is right, you diminish my humanity. And I have a problem with that. And I have a problem with Kotaku and Ian. That's a problem. Logan, now being a white man, can't say, yo, I talked the team. Logan has to apologize because he understands he has an international fan base. And he has to be sensitive to the fact that maybe he did hurt someone. I completely understand. If it was me, I would have tore Ian a new asshole. Because he was wrong. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's not cool. You're diminishing my humanity because you don't understand how I speak. I now have to speak like how you speak. You want to rip 
from me again like they did in slavery, my identity? Are you kidding me right now, bro? All right. Black people, men and women alike, have left the FGC because of that. Tekken, Michael Murray. I'm going to do a longer video on this stuff. Some of this stuff I'm going to do a longer video on so you can fully understand. On my own channel, of course. Um, Adonis reaches out to Mike and says, Hey, man, the name Leroy is offensive. I'm a Jamaican male. There's a lot of popular Leroy's in our culture. I'm also, because we're colonial, we have a lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, colonial names. I think I mentioned that in one of my videos. And, but Leroy, Booker, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, Blackface, they all fall under the same umbrella. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And he reaches out to Michael Moore, or Michael, yeah, Michael Murray, and Michael Murray blocks him. Shut up and play my game. Shut up and dribble. Your words don't matter. That's what my perception of what Michael did was. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Even if you couldn't do anything, he could have said, all right, man, let me hear you out. Hey, you know what? Maybe we should do it like how we did Balrog and, um, and Bison. Maybe in America we'll change his name here. Or there, there could have been any amount of dialogue that could have occurred other than block him. He didn't listen. We tell you these things, you guys don't listen. And I said this before, life and the FTC mirror each other. Black people speak to you guys and you don't listen. Right? So, um, people have gotten shirts with these stuff on it. People have put tattoos with their body of Tekken characters, Street Fighter characters. People have learned martial arts because of Tekken. Tekken has done a lot of good. Isn't it possible that maybe you might have offended someone? And can't you just listen to them for a second? Recognize their humanity? No. Shut up and play my game. That's not cool. I have no respect for Michael anymore. And I've seen him at Final Round, I've interacted with him. I have zero respect for that man. We talk about this as black people within the community that you guys are not aware of. It's not cool. Um, do we need a truth and reconciliation board? Absolutely. An indefinite ban? Capcom, how dare you? How are you mad for us? What Ryan did was insensitive and it was untimely. And it hurt a lot of people. No argument. I'm a grown man, I can understand that. An indefinite ban? While you got dark skin Akuma and cross-eyed Balrog? Miss me, man. Trust me. Yo. So, I mean... This is why people leave. This is also why we don't talk up. Because whenever we bring things to your attention... All right, so do you know who Jane Elliott is, David? James? Who? She's the woman that does the brown-eyed, blue-eyed experiment on her kids. Um, on her students... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. After Martin Luther King was Yes, there. yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and she, she brings up stuff and she teaches them by, you know, putting them in, in these little things and making them uncomfortable because of the color of their eyes. Right. 
There's also research done about um, little black girls. And little black girls would always want their white dolls because white dolls were pretty. White girls' hairs were longer. Black dolls are ugly. Hey, Leroy may be offensive to some people that know their history. Leroy Booker. Leroy rhymes with boy. Don't call black people boy. Listen to us when we speak to you. Maybe there's a problem. So, um, you know what I mean? We have been huge, a huge part of the community. But we don't have the community manager positions. We don't have the higher-up positions. We don't have real change. We don't have the people in positions where if you were to put the face of the FGC in front of a camera are the LGBTQ women and black people properly represented? I think not. This is my problem. I get everybody else has a problem, but yo, miss me with the cosmetic bullshit. Cyril Black said nigga. Okay, and? Can I get a job? Can I feed my family? Can I have insurance? David, you and I have spoken. You, me, and James have spoken before. It's CEO and all over the place. Have I ever used nigga in a conversation with you? I don't think so. <laughs> right. Because I don't know that I don't speak to you like that because almost every black person I know knows how to code switch. We talk to our people differently than we talk to other people. That's how it is. I would never want you to feel uncomfortable talking to you because my, I'm not going to diminish my intellect to, to, to talk to a friend and make them feel uncomfortable at the same time. Why would I? My mother taught me from when I was little, when in Rome, do as the Romans. So I had to learn to speak English without a Jamaican accent when I came here. So it is, it is, it is mind-boggling, the hypocrisies. If you want real change, make real change. Mm -hmm. Real talk. I was going to make this the first thing I said. David, I've known you for years. You've known me for years. You know I work hard. Why is this the first time I'm on your platform? That's a rhetorical question. I don't want you to answer. <laughs> you get what I'm mean, saying? It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good point. Yeah. So it, it, it is, it's so ridiculous the stuff that you guys talk about to me but you're not really making change mm -hmm. you're not putting us in positions where we're in the forefront we always always have to make our own lane we always like cuttercore mentioned i read this book um by tenahisi coates and he says and he mentions what she says about black parents telling us i don't know cuttercore's parents my parents told me the same shit but in essence, what they're telling you, what how Tenehisi Coates breaks it down, he says, you're also telling your kids that they're half as good. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a psychological attack. Yeah. So I can come back to that. I'll probably close with the FGC, but I'll talk about more um, real-life stuff. Black people have been telling you for years that there's an issue in our movies, in our news reports, in our comedy. Look at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, to me, will go down in the annals of time. I don't know if you guys are a fan of Dave Chappelle, but Dave Chappelle made a joke several years ago before Botham Jean died and said that if a black man was in his house and the police came in, they would shoot him and say, 
Why did this Negro put up all the pictures of his family all over the place? Sprinkle some crack on him and let's get out of here. This woman kills Botham Jean in his doorstep. David, you and I are both educated men. You know how hard it is to get the CPA or much less work for the big four. The big four is a big accounting firm. The man volunteered at his church or whatever. They find a little bit of weed in his house and they're like, yep, he must have been a criminal. Christian man, volunteer, works for the big four. Shot him in his doorstep, in his doorstep. You, do, you know, do you understand the cognitive dissonance where you go to someone else's door and you're so sure it's your door that when you see that black man, evidently, who is breaking into somebody's house and answering the door at the same time? Hey, dog, we're about to steal this TV. Somebody's knocking. Hold on. Let me go knock and see who that is. Does that make sense to you? That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And like Color Course says, yo, man, when you guys get off this Black Lives Matter stuff, David, if you get pulled over by police, or if I get pulled over by police, you're not worried about not making it home. I am. And we both have the same name. Let's talk about hair for a second. People was talking shit about my hair. People look at your hair, they're like, oh, man, blah, 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 your hair is awesome. David, Google this, and, and I'll prove it to you if you haven't already seen it. This law was passed in 2019 where black people could not be barred from employment in California. And California was the first state to do it. David, I grew up in Jamaica. I've always seen people here like this. I To come here and know that my brothers and sisters or cousins are being subjugated by naturally growing their hair out is maddening, bro. I grew up with Rastafarians around me. You understand what I'm saying? I've always seen black people with the natural state of their hair out, grown. We tell you in our movies, we tell you in our music, we tell you in our comedy, but you don't listen. Mark Lamont Hill, Don Lemon, they go on TV, they use the N-word, they explain it to y'all. Y'all don't listen. Tanahisi Coates speaks on the N-word and he says, it's normal for groups to use derogatory terms in an ironic fashion. Women call themselves the B-word. Rednecks or certain white people may say, this is my white trash thing. And he says, as, and I'm paraphrasing, he says, why is it so much hand-wringing when a black person does it? Mm -hmm. Why is the N-word so controversial? Why can't I use it with someone else? What's the problem? Why is it such a big deal for you? And of course, I'm not talking to you, James, and David, but in general. Why is it such a big deal for you? Am I not a human? Am I not someone that can use these terms? Everyone else can. Why is it so divisive? Why is it so divisive for you? What, what's the deal? Maybe you need to think about that. So, David, if we're talking real shit, black people aren't treated professional well in the medical field. We don't get the right medical care. Mm -hmm. Black women go to doctors, and they're hooping and hollering, and they're curved, blah, blah, and doctors don't even see them, and they're actually really hurt. 
They won't even listen to them. I've seen stories on this. John Oliver speaks about this. Mm -hmm. Business loans, job opportunities, our schools, personal loans, mortgages. Bank of America has been on the news because of stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Our loans are priced higher. You, our, we're paid less, our loans are higher. We're fighting twice as hard. And Flintstone about water, clean water as far as I know, the crack epidemic is policed. The opioid epidemic is a medical issue. Guess who was using crack? Guess who was using opioids? So, you know what I mean? I, I, I hear everybody and I'm, I'm like, if you want to affect real change, affect real change. I'm, I'm different, man. My, my back is a bit broader. I've been beaten more. But I, one of the things I will say about the FGC as it is now, and David, James, I know you know this. David, I don't know how much younger that. I think I'm older than you, David. But um, <laughs> James, I know we're in the same range or you're a little bit older. Bro, our first phone was the Nokia's. <laughs> and oh, the yeah. flip phone, um, you, remember, you remember the Sony Ericsson's and the little oh, green yeah. screens? Uh-huh. I mean, I was in college before I had a cell phone, yeah. Shut up, baby. <laughs> uh, but I get it. But, like, the, the, the FGC that is here now, man, they, they had, their first phone was an iPhone, bro. Yeah. Their first phone was more powerful and able to get on the Internet faster than our computers. Because of which they're more socially aware mm -hmm. and more socially sensitive. So... I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm here to listen. I'm here to learn. But you're not going to spit in my face while you stand on my shoulders. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and that's that's one of the things that I, I think where we need to probably have a little bit more dialogue and meet in the middle on, on certain things. Yeah. Uh, the FGC was such a terrible place, but it was fun. It's not as fun as it was before. Yeah, we can clean some stuff up, but it sure as hell not as authentic as it used to be and for your those people that i get it right those people are talking about the 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 defensive stuff yo i never got down like that i don't call right. women out of their names i've been out on the i've been the clubbing i've been clubbing with ricky when she was in heels in atlanta <laughs> do you understand what i'm saying i miss me with the foolishness i don't move like that so yes there are bad people here but like i said bad it bad people are everywhere we just need to police it better. And, I, I, man, I don't know. It, 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 it's it's mind-boggling. At the same time, it's like, it's crazy, right? I don't want anyone to leave the FGC because of who they are and things that they can't change. And sometimes some of the people need to leave the FGC because of some of the atrocities they did. But that's not a race issue. It's a person issue, right? Hmm. I, I, um, yeah, man, it's, it's messed up. It's messed up how it is. The FGC, for the lack of a better term, is racist. And it has a lot of issues that need to be dealt with, not just the, the smaller ones, but the bigger ones as well. Yeah, I've been... It comes down to what you're saying, you know, about having 
people in the positions of power. I, people have asked me how to make the FGC more friendly for women. And I've always said, let the women decide, you know, put them in the power. And it's kind of the same thing, you know, for the black community as well. You know, get them into positions of power as well. Let them, you know, make the changes, affect the changes that need to happen. You know? Right. Right. Agreed. You know what I mean? Um, it's like, I know people that are on Capcom staff or help write, you know, training guides that were not supposed to be there. <laughs> and now, you know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Let's be real. And it's just like, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not an okay thing, but you know I mean? There's elitism in our, in our community and there always has been. And like, um, I, I speak to you about commentators. I don't hate on people. I think people are great, but I mean, I've known about Chris Matrix and all these other dudes on the East coast a lot longer than I've known about Sage M. And I've, I used to play games with Vicious. Vicious used to be in tournaments with me. How is Vicious being tagged before some of these people that we went to tournaments seeing them commentate on? David, I know for a fact that me and you have been in tournaments and seen Chris commentate on Marvel live. Mm -hmm. Talk about Chris not, not doing commentary now? No, Chris Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah you've been no, on, I'm not saying he's not doing a lot of commentary now. What I'm saying is that he didn't get on until later. Right. Uh -huh. uh, this is, we see this stuff, man. The, it, like Color Course says, it's disheartening. Mm -hmm. I can't commentate. I don't have that skill set. I don't have that. Bro, y'all are amazing to me, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, shut up, David. <laughs> but for real, I don't have that, that type of that verbal acuity to, to do that or that acumen to do that so quickly. Did you hear what you just said? I don't know. I know, I right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're being able to speak and having delivery is one thing. Being able to do it on the fly is another. Dude, you're talking to a person who says, you know, and uh-huh, uh-huh, like 7,000 <laughs> times and say, is it going to kill like 7 bazillion times, dude? Trust me. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Listen. I salute you guys. You know what I mean? You do something that I can't. And I, res I respect that because the FGC is like a, um, it's an open market, right? And it's, a, it's, an, it's also an emerging market. So there's so many different avenues and ways that we can go, but it's just like, are we putting the right people in the right places? And are we, are we making sure, are we, are we making a concerted effort to make sure that it happens? I mean, what what can you say, though? I mean, about, like, how do you feel about the fact that, you know, final round, you know, all of Big E's tournaments, Evo, you know, they were all created and, you know, by black members of the fighting game community. So, you know, you know, does... does That's you, amazing. Do you feel but like... It, the thing, right? If anybody were to ask you who's the face of Evo, people would say Mr. Wade. Right, okay. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that was a strategic move, or they're just shy people. I've never talked to the cannons. My OG knows the cannons. You know what I mean? Lee Lamb, Kaya Hicks, all those people that taught me the game, know them by first name. You understand what I'm right. saying? No set. So I can't speak to their personality types. And yeah, I agree. But like I said, 
okay, Final Round used to be the place where the character releases happened and all the Tekken stuff happened. Now it's Combo Breaker, okay? Larry, like I said in my video, yeah, he's not an awesome businessman. Were there things set in place to train him to be better, to help him to be more astute about the changes that were going into FGC? Nah, figure it out on your own. Now, I'm not saying that we need a handout. I'm not saying that. I'm not begging or asking for a handout. But there were people behind the scenes and things were moving where, hey, educate this man. He doesn't know how to do this. Larry works in construction. Of course he's not a businessman. I'm an accountant. I understand the importance of marketing. If people don't sell stuff, I don't have a job. I can't balance your books unless there's money coming in. But does he understand that? No, he, he builds stuff. Mm -hmm. he's, a civil, he's a civil engineer working type of person. Right? But he's also been a staple in this community. When the market shifted and it changed, like this board that, um, I forgot which one of the, the, I think it was um, Amanda, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, the beginning that I was talking about? Yeah, Amanda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. What, like... Is, is, there, is there some type of educational board? Are we getting together? Are, like in Atlanta, right? Um, Killer Mike and all those people talk about mm -hmm. governors that get put into place and they make sure that black people get contracts to help build airports and roll it. If, if we're going to mirror outside and, and good stuff and inclusive stuff, let's do it all the way. I'm not about the cosmetic stuff, man. I'm not and I never will be. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, I agree that the, a lot of the, 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 the TOs that have been here have been here. But let's look at the hypocrisy of, like, I think the mindset of the, the, the community as a whole. Who do they follow? They follow the influencers. They follow players. TOs don't have a large Twitter following right. or Facebook following. Mm -hmm. They're not appreciated. All the hard work and all the, invest, the capital investment that they make in order to create platforms for you to become great on. We don't, we don't get that type of respect. They follow the players that come out with a new tech and talk crazy on the internet. If that's the case, why aren't so many more people following Big E? Why aren't so many more people following Final Round? Mm -hmm. Maybe some people need to start thinking about this stuff, man. Like, take a sec step back and really analyze. Process the data that you get, and then you, you'll be okay. So you know what I mean. Um, that's my thoughts on it. I think that I think there's more. There's more that could be done, but there's favoritism and there's other stuff. I don't like. I said I don't want to talk about. Ugh, I don't want to do name calling. But <laughs> why would you go to Daytona? Daytona is a known racist city. We grew up in Florida. We know that. Freaknik used to be there. Bike Weekend used to be there. We know. People have told stories. Why would you put your customers in a place where they could possibly not be safe? Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I don't speak up often because people really don't want to hear <laughs> Well, I appreciate you speaking, dude. Yeah, that's why we, that's why we have this episode. That's why we have you on, right? Because we want people to say these things. We want to, 
get these messages out that people don't have an avenue to say these things, you know, to, to, to I educate. I honestly do. As I told you in the message, I trust you. That's the why I came here. Okay. I appreciate that as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. I think I'm emotionally All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but by the way, I, I read Between the World and Me uh, a while ago uh, by, yeah. by Tana Husky Coats. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a very different perspective than I ever had growing up, for sure. So uh, really valuable to me uh, to understand or, you know, to get a glimpse of what it's like for somebody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, heroin, honestly, in many ways, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not something that I've ever had to deal with. And, and hearing, you know, not just there, but having talked with my friends over many years, like that's, I, I'm sorry that it's that way. But I, yeah. I hope that in the FGC, it's, you know, maybe we can. Hey, David. Uh, but well... like in the FGC, like, just so you guys are aware, there are people from New York, there are people from Detroit, there are people from cities, L.A., that their parents or aunts or uncles or family members were directly affected by this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're seeing, the yeah. people that you see, they know someone, you can ask them. I went to Detroit, I went to Detroit, and I went there, and I walked past a park, and there were crack needles on the floor, David. You don't understand, but yet still, you got corn that comes out of Detroit, and the first thing that they, they do is that they're selling merchandise, and they're entrepreneurs, and people may want to talk negative about them, but like I said about the word and the N-word, it's sacred for us. These men were entrepreneurs, but what did you what did they get accused of? Stealing. You we vilified them. Mm -hmm. We vilified them. They, these men are ex-military, hardworking parents, entrepreneurs. They built FGC um, avenues in their community. Who are you talking about? Where where are these where are these thugs and thieves that you're talking about? I don't know them. I know a coalition of real men. I don't know what you're talking about when you talk about core negatively. I don't. I don't side with anyone that does. Yeah, everybody has one and some things are negative. But what are you talking about? You you know what? Like I said, <laughs> forgive me. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay. Um Yeah. Former military. Looks at Michael Murray. Someone who has put his life on the line to protect his freedoms, and he tells him, shut up and play. I'm not listening to you. Mm -hmm. David, that's fucked up. I don't care what anybody says. Michael Murray has lost my respect. What he did was wrong. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to do this on your platform. You, <laughs> no, no, space. absolutely. And um, I, I, I've said a bit of my piece, and I hope that people are listening. Capcom, I hope you're listening. Who made that decision? How are you mad for us? Come on, man. Yeah. Um, that's all I have to say. I'll shut up now. Okay. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. David, James, salute, gentlemen. No, I mean, nice. is there? Do you Good have night. any sort of FTC projects coming up or anything like that, or anything you want to plug as well? Um, yeah, I have, you know, my company. We do online tournaments um, every Monday, and like, like what Help Pocket said when George Floyd came on, man, that shit hit me hard, man. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to do the tournaments, and if it's my staff, like Nate, 
and Asuka that give me the wind under my wings to keep on doing this stuff. And because, like, I'm telling you, as a black person in the FGC and I know all this stuff and I know the history of stuff, I want to back out. I don't want to participate anymore. I don't want to play your games anymore. It's not okay. I want to play games with my friends, and <laughs> I mean, and that's it. Yeah. So that's what we're all here for, right? Just to yeah, just to man. Play some games. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, I, wanna... I mean, that's the thing, right? A lot of people who you know are upset with a lot of the political conversation, with a lot of the talk, and they're like, "Can't we just go back to playing games?" That's the reason why we are having these political talks is because there's so many people out there who can't go back and play games and not think about this. You know what I mean? They have to think about this every day of their lives. So when you say, can we stop talking about it and go play our games? That's why we're talking about it. So everybody can go back and just play some games because that's what we're here to do. All right. I know I was leaving, but I'll share this one last thing with you. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> so when I greet Porkchop, when I greet Video and all my other homies and stuff like that, when we're loud, we get loud and we slap each other's hand and we hug each other's. You know what we say in each other's ear? Yo, how's your family? How are your mm-hmm. kids? Everybody's good? Yeah, son. And that's when we're loud. And the moment that we verify everything is straight, but now let me go beat your ass, bro. And then we break off and we're loud again because we know that seeing you again was a, a, a blessing. <laughs> Dave Chappelle said, you're a goddamn hero if you survived this shit. It's real. It's an accomplishment. To see it's an accomplishment. Other. To see each other again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we're loud. That's why we play spades. That's why we act the way we do. It's family. It's connectivity. It's a conversation. It's breaking bread. All right. Let me go. Because if I don't hang them now, I'll never. (laughs) Thank you very much. I love you all, man. Thank you, dude. All right. Good night.